podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're watching the COP TV, the voice of football's most famous stand. Yes, welcome back to Hot Topics, episode 91. Myself, AGT, and I'm sitting here with the main man, Mario. Um, first of all, brother. how are you and how was the derby on oh. Sunday? Hermano, Saturday, I'm sound, let's say. A bit tired from work, but um, it's fine. Yeah. The derby game was good. Derby game was good. Uh, very, very difficult game, very tough game. Uh, I have to be honest with you, you know, from from the first minute to the like 65th before we scored a penalty i was very 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 nervous mate. yeah I've, right. I've, i think everyone was nervous uh, but no i mean like it's one of these games that if you don't score straight away you know i told you if you score in the first 10 minutes we're gonna score four more goals we didn't and it's been it's been difficult course especially when when we play like one man up uh, for like probably 60 minutes it was even more difficult. Yeah, it was. Uh, well, we'll get into a lot more of that. Poor. Before we do, we make wanted. sure you smash that like button. If you're watching on YouTube, comment with all of your thoughts on all of the hot topics that we have lined up for you. Subscribe to the channel. And if you're listening to us via audio platforms, have to follow and give us a five-star rate. There you go. We love to see it. By the way, Please what's a Panenka from Icardi? Yeah, we are actually watching Galatasaray versus Bayern Munich as Oof. well at the same time. Gus is also down there uh, chewing on a bone, um, I think. So if you hear any snorts and, <laughs> and you know, that kind of pig noise that he does, then <laughs> that's Gus noise. and it's not Mario or yeah. myself. So don't worry about it. <laughs> Nice. Well, we are watching the Champions League as well, a tournament that we'd like to be in, of course, next year. Um, we will. First of all, before we get into uh, Mo Salah being, uh, again, player of the month, before we get into the crying toffees after the, the decision not to send off Ibu Kanate, <laughs> um, we should say rest in peace to Bill Kenwright. Um, the Everton yeah. chairman has uh, sadly yeah. passed away. And Bobby Charlton as well. And Bobby Charlton as well, you know. Um Again, both come from rival teams, but you have to show respect in these situations. And Ken Wright, whether Everton fans liked him or loathed him, he was very involved in the fight for justice when it came to Hillsborough. He did a lot of talking at memorials and stuff like this. So, yeah, obviously, rest in peace. It's a big loss to, yeah. to not only just Everton, but the footballing respect. world as well. So, rest in peace to Bill Ken Wright and Bobby, Sir Bobby Charlton, I should say, yeah. um, as Manchester United play tonight, I think, don't they? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm, Maybe it's tonight. I'm not sure. Is it tonight? Yeah. Uh, no, I'll be watching. Uh, but yeah, rest in peace to those guys, 100%. Let's get into the derby then, because I was watching um, uh, an Everton fan cam channel, Toffee TV, um, and the headline that came out of one of their videos was Konate. that the decision not to send Konate yeah, off exactly. was worse than the VAR Luis Diaz goal. Um, I'm going... I'm leaving the podcast. I'm going home. Seriously, don't tell me that, please. Don't. Uh, well, that's what they believe. They friend. believe that. Yeah. Oh, please, mate. Oh, this is just. I mean, like, come on, please, guys, please. Uh, I. Ah, uh, I can't. Well, that is true. I can't I believe did, they say that. Go, go on their Twitter. Go on their Twitter. I can't believe there. that they can compare something like that because we're talking about uh, the biggest shame in the in the in the football uh, in the english football history against the okay it's like that situ that kind of situation you can give a red card 
and you can just let it go. I mean, yeah. it's like, you know, it's like something, it's not something sure, something that, no, you have to give it. You can give it, but, I mean, sometimes it's good when the referees is, let's say, uh, not help us, but, you know, sometimes it's, you know, we don't need to struggle every time with the referees. I've got sometimes, the clip here. Right? No, mate, please. No, I'm not <laughs> going to. And there's a quote as well. I'm not going to even. I'd say, it. arguably, this is worse than Liverpool's against Spurs. It was the lads, Ped and... Uh... And um, the rest talking about their stuff. Baz there was there as well. And do you know what? This isn't a, necessarily um, a shot to them. It's more that I agree. We were lucky to get away with it. We were lucky. Jurgen Klopp yes. took him off straight after. Um, you, if you want to call that good management, I guess you can. It's allowing your player to remain on the pitch and not get sent off. But I can't have Evertonian saying it's worse than the Diaz one. Just double but check. But we were lucky. Just we double were check. lucky, I'll give you that. He should have been sent off 100%. With Kurat, this happened before our goal, yeah? Before the first goal. It was nil-nil when this happened, the second foul. It wasn't nil-nil. It was, nil -nil. Happened, it, it was was before the, the, the Mosa. Still, it was, yeah. Okay, okay. Just double check. So it would have been 10 v 10 with about yeah. 25 minutes to go. Yeah, I mean. I mean, we've got an Evertonian in the room. Do you think that would have made a difference? Yeah. How? Just because it's an extra man. Yeah, extra man. Have you seen how well we've played with 10 or even nine men this season? Everything else. Just one of them. Just one of them, innit? It obviously would have been different. There would have been a player down. Evertonian has just said, it's just one of them. So it is. That's that's good to hear. But I think I think Jack is the best Everton supporter. I've been saying it, man. I've ever seen my life. The best one ever. Seriously, he's like, I don't know. I just. His boss, that's it. No, seriously, not because he's our mate or stuff like that. I'm not saying this because he's no, just he's the best Evertonian there is. Best Evertonian I ever meet since I live in Liverpool. Yeah. So, oops. Let, yeah, let's you've shown them now. So, let's I see Mario's shoes. No, 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 no. We've seen it now. The bit oh, of blue flashed up. You can't get no, away I with that. I haven't seen it. I haven't so seen basically, it. we're filming at my flat, and um, it's a kind of shoes off policy. So, Mario comes around and Okay. And puts these little condoms on the end of his <laughs> trainers. Little condoms. Yeah, fair enough. I like yeah, it. You only need little ones anyway. To keep your house clean, lad, you know. Thank you. I appreciate it. Safety first. Safety first. Of course. Remember, if you're just joining us now, smash that like button. We're talking about condoms and whatnot. Safety um, first. <laughs> but we are still going to get stuck into the derby. I was watching it with uh, Doyle in London. You know, Doyle's actually kind of the opposite to someone like Jack as an Evertonian because Doyle's really negative about Liverpool. From my experience of watching it with him, he goes, oh, this is going to be a nil-nil, lads. We're going to drop more points. I can't be asked for this, lads. We haven't scored yet. What's going on, lads? Going for the smoke now. <laughs> and, I, and then I say, on, I remember I said 68 minutes, I said, we're still going to win this 2-0. And we hadn't scored yet. We're still going to win this 2-0. And then he went to the toilet, Salah scored the second one, and all he could hear was, I told you, I told you. Um, but yeah. Um, so he missed the goal? He missed the second goal. The second one. Doyle, okay. if you don't know, he's got a um, quite fairly weak bladder, isn't it, Jack? Yeah. He's, um, yeah, four sips and he's he's back in the bogs. So it's, it's mind-blowing when you're out in the pub with him. It's just back and forth. It's like, um, what's that game? Magic chairs, not no musical chairs, musical chairs. It's like that. All right, Alexa, relax. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we were watching it. Of course, we were worried. We hadn't scored. We yes. missed a lot of chances. They had maybe a, an opening just before. Well, it was in the first minute. Yeah, it went down to ten men. 
let me ask you this because from where me and Doyle were watching it, we couldn't really hear the ferocity that maybe you'd expect from a derby. Talk to me and, and rate the atmosphere on Saturday. Ooh, it was okay. Good atmosphere. I'm not going to say it was great atmosphere um, for a derby game because the game was difficult. The game was very difficult. I, I told you if you score the first half in the first minutes, everything will be different, obviously. Um, no, the atmosphere is... Uh, if I have to rate it from 1 to 10, I'm going to say 6.5. Uh, sometimes during the games, in some moments, even 7, okay. 7.5. But average 1, 6.5, like the, the, if I have to be honest. Uh, I expected a more cause. Mate, mate, we were very nervy. Like, even people around me, like, obviously, we believe that we're going to win. We knew it that we're going to win. But, you know, it's one of these games that anything can happen, you know, like one mistake. They score, then they, you know, was, I mean, it's, it was tough. It was tough. Uh, I, I didn't enjoy it that much, I'm honest. Um, I enjoy it, of course. It's always the derby game. But I wasn't that, like, proper made up after the derby game because it was suffering for 75 minutes. Then everything goes. Yeah, we got the three points. But I wasn't that happy, like, at 100%. I don't know why. I can't even explain you why. But it was one of these feelings that I'm happy but not happy at all. You know, you get me what I mean, yeah. I'm happy but not happy at all. Eh, probably for that reason as yeah. well. You could see where it was going until we scored that first goal. You could kind of see it playing out to be a nil-nil draw. They hang on with 10 men. They get all the plaudits and we say, well, we should have won that at home against 10 men. But then King Mo Salah stepped up and did oh. what he does best. Great penalty. Um, a definite penalty as well, I think, when you see Michael Keane's arm outstretched like he's trying to hail down a taxi on Shield no Road doubt or about something this. like that. So when... <laughs> What, why? So what when, uh, so when um when the second goal goes in, unbelievable assist from Nunez as well. Same pace, same net from the last season. Very yes. similar goal uh, from Mo Salah's first goal last season in February. Um, I think that was a bit more difficult the game last uh, in the last derby. Uh, if you compare it. Because that pace from Nunes is just that determination. Get the ball, go straight. Uh, I don't care, I'm going straight. Because he's very, very quick. Probably he's one of the quickest players in the Premier League. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Nunes, so that pace. And Alex, something that we have to mention. That assist between two players. Because he wanted to do exactly. That was the perfect assist. Just if he passed the ball like one second after that, probably could be offside. He passed it in the right moment, right time. Perfect pass. Easy goal. Uh, Nunes made he made a difference he made a difference um, and to nil that's it even Mo Salah if you see Mo Salah's face uh, sometimes you know Mo Salah sometimes when he celebrates sometimes he's smiling sometimes he's not uh, it's just Mo Salah every time he's scored because he's scored almost every game he's got a different celebration he wasn't that he didn't smile did you notice that not because he wasn't happy obviously but it's just kind of i don't know the sensation of Business that game was, as usual really, it's, isn't it? it's very weird game mate it's very weird so uh, we enjoy obviously three points top of the league for like two hours um yeah. but it wasn't that i don't know yeah it was just missing that je ne sais quoi 
you just can't put your finger on it, you know. Can't explain your lads. Can't explain. Well, we your got life. the three points. We did go top for a little bit, but good to get back to winning ways. I thought McAllister and Gravenberch were excellent. McAllister, especially um, Gravenberch in the first half. Oh yeah, his pings, mm. his range, his his vision, his kind of spatial awareness as well. When he was getting closed down in the midfield, I thought he was brilliant. Finally, start not finally, but we are now seeing a glimpse of what we can expect to see in the future as well with. Uh, with Gravenberg, McAllister, the way he was knocking it about, good to see in the midfield. Completely different midfield in the next game against Forest. <laughs> Curtis Jones is back for that one. He's back. I think he's back, yeah. Three he's games. Three Gone games. already. Um, so, yeah. Crying Evertonians. What did you make of them? Tell me about the fan cams. I saw a nice uh, little shout out to the Evertonians from Rory. Fraser oh. said they'll be playing QPR next season. <laughs> there was, what was your favourite fan cam? Oh... She did a great job. Ah, thank you, brother. Um, I'm, I'm going to say my favorite fan cam is that one with my mate from Italy, Giovanni Rattalino. His moustache and stuff the like moustache. that. We are, we, we are mates for a long time. And I always like to joke with him, like kidding him, you know, take joke of him because he's a very nice fella. He's 55, mate, but he looks That's younger. Uh, and I, I'm going to say that one is my favorite because it was his debut in, in the yeah. Cup TV. So it was funny. And then Stefano joined my mate, Stefano. Uh, he's married with 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 Scouse woman. He's Italian from Brescia, and his son Jude as well in the same fan camp. So I'm gonna say that one, yeah, my favorite from from Sunday, from yeah, Saturday. It's sorry, it's good to watch them all, man. Yeah. When I'm watching them from afar, it's just it's a different atmosphere because when you're there and you're in the moment, yes. you've got a crowd of people, and we've won. It's such a good feeling. For that reason, I want to do mine. First, as soon as I come, yeah. I join uh, Jack because I feel the game. I'm still on the game. If I wait 10 minutes, it's not going to be the same. Mm. I lost everything. Yeah. So you need to do it straight after the game. The fan come to, you know, to get that vibe. Keep that energy going. To keep the energy. Exactly. Look, Sane, Sane, Sane. Sane, he's Sane. Oh. Go heavy touch. No, um, this is no Salah. It's just Sane. Nah, it's Sa no Salah. Salah would have scored that. Um, if you are at the game on Thursday against Toulouse, then come over, say hi to Mario. We'll be doing the fan cams. I'll be back soon. Of course, I will as you know. Um, but let's look forward a little bit to the game on Thursday night against Toulouse. Um, been an up-and-down season for them so far in League A. They're currently 10th. Which, 10th? Yeah. Ooh. So it's, you know, similar to a you know a Brighton or, a, or an Aston Villa. Actually, that could be a line. Let me see the Premier League table and compare <laughs> them to the team in 10th. I was making that up. But who have we I got? Don't Aston Villa are like fifth. Brighton, so them. Chelsea. Chelsea, Crystal Palace, Wolves, West Ham around that area. So it's almost like playing a, um, one of those teams. But, uh, you know, French, they're doing okay this season. Let me run you through their results that they've had so far, which could bear some significance, I guess. Not loads, but they beat Roma in a pre-season friendly, I believe. Um, beat Mourinho. Uh, one away it's always Nantes. a good thing when someone beats Roma. They drew with PSG <laughs> at home. All right. um, they lost to Strasbourg, drew to Clermont Foot. Uh, drew away at Marseille. That's a good result for them, to be fair. They've also played USG, who we've played this season in the Europa League as well. They drew yeah. one all with them. A red card as um, well. Card. Cheeky red card thrown in. Lons, they lost 2-1 against. Arsenal obviously lost to Lons as well. Um, so all these French teams at the minute, they're doing well, um, actually, in terms of the European competitions. They beat Metz. Mm. Uh, they beat Lask. Drew to Brest. Um, they played Ream as well, one all draw. So they've chicken. had huh? chicken breast, chicken breast. Or... There oh, you go, chicken. that's it. Chicken leg, <laughs> chicken thigh, chicken wing. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, so the last two games were a draw. Um, and obviously we're playing them on Thursday night at Anfield. It is going to be a, an a, amazing occasion for their fans, as we know it always is, when teams like Europa League yeah. teams can come to Anfield, which I love for them as well. It gives them a, without sounding arrogant, you know, come and see the best football club in the world. It is yeah, a very big day out and they come yeah. by the thousands and they enjoy the city centre and it's nice to see. Absolutely. I really enjoy seeing them. Like the, the LASK fans, sorry, the USG fans. I thought oh. they were very respectful fans all around the... The city, but if we win this, three wins out of three. That's so far, it's five goals scored, one against. Do you fully expect Liverpool to just win this with no problems? Uh, yeah, I don't want to seem a bit too arrogant, but yes, we we're gonna win it uh, easy because uh, we are Liverpool, and all the teams we've got in the in the group stage, it's not at our level. Uh, yeah, of course, it's a bit arrogant, but that that's the truth. That's the truth. And before we start to talk about Toulouse. Let's mention that the French league is the fourth of the fifth of the five top league in, in Europe. English Premier League first, Spanish Primera Division, uh, Bundesliga third, League One fourth, and Serie A fifth. That's my so it's better. Serie a. Yes, for me, uh, the French league is better than the Serie A uh, from the top five um, leagues in Europe. So uh, it's not a bad league. We've got some good teams as well. Uh, Toulouse is a is a is a good team. I mean, at the moment they're not doing very well in the in in the in the League One. Well, but that's for them. That's but that's decent though. Tenth, tenth, thirty eight games in. Yeah, it's it's not bad. It's not, not good. Awful. It's like it's like you know um, average performance. I'm not watching the, their games. I don't know what good player they got. I'm honest with you, Alex. Uh, but we will expect to win something like. We're not gonna push a lot against against them on Thursday. I'm pretty sure about that. It's gonna happen something very similar against against uh, Union SG. We will try to you know to score uh, straight away. We're not gonna push because we will score. We've got more quality than them, and we're gonna score during the game. At some at some stage during the the game, we're gonna score. But we're not gonna push, mate. Our focus is Premier League at the moment. We've got Nottingham Forest, super tough game in the weekend. So uh, we will play with. Uh, Probably six, seven new players from from the players they play against Everton. We're gonna rotate the team, I think, and that's the best thing to do. Played them twice in history. We've won 2007, twice. Eight. Yes, Andre Voronin. And then four 0 Anfield. Sami Hupia scored a header. Dirk Coit probably twice. Coit. Peter Crouch. Oh, nice. See knowledge. I, I didn't. I didn't. That check. was the Champions League, though. This it was Champions League qualifier. Qualifier. Yeah. I didn't check, I'm honest. Four to lose. We're hearing that Zakaria, Abu Kal, and Oliver Zandon are both injured in the game. Will likely come too soon for Ibrahim Sissoko. I think I've heard of Ibrahim Sissoko. But as we know for Liverpool, still no Andy Robertson. He'll be out for some time, as we know. We're probably still waiting to get the final confirmation of how many months it will be. Um, but Cody Gakpo looks like he could return. He could even start the game. Uh, but Thiago and Stefan, uh, alongside Ben Doak, are still injured. Uh, when you say Cody Gakpo, the first thing I want to say is big up to Ruby yes. for that great, video, uh, great interview uh, about him. They went to Day in the, the Life on the, where they went on here on the Balti Triangle. Mm. They went uh, to uh, get uh, him from from his house. So big up to Ruby. That was brilliant, seriously. And and many many people they 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 see Ruby. So and some people ask me, does she work for Liverpool? I say yes, she works for Liverpool. She's She's got a talent. She's brilliant. We love Ruby. Uh, so, yeah, I wanted to mention that. 
because you say Gakpo and I thought straight away. Yeah, 100%. Big up to Ruby for that, man. Well it's great to see her doing so well. I actually spoke to James. Hopefully, we're getting together. Uh, me, Ruby and James soon. Um, Inshallah. So, we'll see what happens, man. We will see what happens. You're going to get rid of me then? or? Uh, yeah, you're gone, mate, unfortunately. Um, Mas, let's jump into the comments. Um, you guys are smashing it, by the way, with the comments. Remember, if you do want to send in a super chat then you can if it's about mario's chest you can if it's about why is mario dressed like this san carlo after you can ask that question hit us up with some hot topics a bit of a live q a we'll get into them with you um shout out to this fella right here edward joseph who says mecca's mecca's pass i think it should say mecca's pass uh world champion pass he is of course a world champion as we know already hr saying McAllister and gravenberg were really good as we know yes uh, we need a DM because Maka is struggling. It's weird, isn't it? Because two comments saying how good he is. Another one says that he's struggling. I think maybe in an ideal world, we wouldn't pick him in that position. But Klopp knows best, to be honest. He's good, but it's not his position. We of can't course. see every game now. But he's good, obviously. Yeah. Controlling that play from deep on Saturday. Had a couple nice strikes as well. I want to see him score his first goal. Oh, I'd like him score, to score yeah. his first goal soon. A nice strike from outside the box or whatever it is. Um, Ken Wright was Mr. Everton for a long time. Says Vase of Flowers. He also says uh, that's palpable nonsense from Evertonians about Canate and Diaz. I agree. Oh, my Great performance by the Reds. Referee was awful. I mean, we got away with it. So I don't think we can say he was awful, to be honest. And that's just me being fair. I do think Canate should have been sent off, I'll be honest. Um, just got home after oil change. Also, Halloween-style cupcakes due to my birthday on October the 23rd. So what, your birthday was yesterday, Tim? Big up to you, my friend. Happy birthday, Tim. What's your last? Timmy, Timmy's always um, in the streams. Um, Alex, I've got a question for you about your knowledge. I know your knowledge is absolutely me. incredible. Do you remember when we play against Toulouse in 2000? 7 8 mm -hmm. season in Anfield. Mm -hmm. That game, okay, we won 4 0. But do you remember the reason why that game is famous? Yeah. Something has happened before the game. Yeah. Um, we played Zed cars at the start of the game. The Everton side. Everton until, yes. Um, to because commemorate of... Reese Jones. Bless him. Yeah, you're a legend. Yeah. And that was a really close moment for the city because it yeah. was blue and red coming together. It was a, a real special moment. I, think I don't think you get time, that in any other ever. city. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be really honest. I don't think you get that in London. No. I don't think you get it in Manchester with the City and United rivalry. As much as we banter and rival, I mean our cameraman's Evertonian, I think it is true what they say. And you know, this city does come together when stuff like that happens. Um yeah, big up to Gio telling us again, RIP Bill Kenwright, another sad day. I don't remember us playing Toulouse in 07. We do, mate. Where were you? Um, here's a little hot topic then. Divock Origi yeah. returning back to Anfield on Sunday. The King comes home. <laughs> um, he, I mean, I hope he plays. I hope he gets some yes. time. Yes. You know, little 10 minutes at the end. Doesn't score, but gets a nice... What do you think his reception will be like? Very warm. He's gonna be very warm. Divo Corigi, it's uh Divo Corigi. It's a just it's simple as that. It's very Liverpool, it's, it's, it's a big Liverpool legend. I yeah, mean, like uh, um, what he's done that in that two games against Barcelona and Tottenham in the final. That's it. You deserve to be legend forever. Um obviously he's not 
uh, one of the most talented, uh, you know, strikers we ever had, or stuff like that. Uh, probably he deserved to play more minutes in yeah, his for career sure. for Liverpool. Definitely, he deserves to play more more time. Uh, but for me, he's simple a legend. So I'm just looking at Gus. I yeah. wasn't trying okay, to interrupt Gus. your Devo Karigi chat. I was just looking at Gus. He's okay. He's he fine. looks uh, like he's in a bit of distress there. All right, Gus, go and have some water. Jack, do you mind picking that up? Because if he gets on that, Tegan will kill me. Um, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, this is the jacket. Little Gus is knocking around. Um, but yeah, I, I'm looking forward to seeing Devo Karigi back. He's definitely going to get his name sung by the cop. If you're there on Sunday, make sure you join in. <laughs> Because that man, as you said, bro, he's a Liverpool legend. It is. I'll do sure. um, Mo Salah. What are you doing, Gus? You all right, Gus? <laughs> he's fine. Gus, what's this? Sausage. Sausage. Um, <laughs> Mo Salah wins the um, Standard Chartered Player of the Month once again oh. at Liverpool. Uh, Michael Owen is doing the halftime commentary. That's your boy. Oh. Definitely not my boy. Oh. Um, but yeah, um, nice to see Mo getting another reward. And it's almost, I, I will never get bored of saying it. And I hope I don't for the next three or four years until he finally leaves one day, which I don't want to be next season. But I'm almost bored of, of telling people and, and saying how good and how important he still is to Liverpool. The amount of player of the month awards, I don't know how many he's got now for Liverpool. <laughs> But another two goals. He's now scored as many Anfield goals as Kenny and Stevie G. It's like every week he scores and then he's broken a new record or a new assist record or definitely the player of the month for you. Uh, oh, yes. He deserves it. Definitely, for sure. Player of the month, small salamates, nothing to say. You can't say just his name and that's enough uh, to describe him. Absolutely incredible. Since 2017, he joined Liverpool. Uh, I remember some of the people, uh, Liverpool supporters from Italy, from Bulgaria, they wasn't that happy about that. And they say, oh, it's just an average play and stuff like that. Mm, 44 goals for this season. And uh, it's getting better season by season. It's just improving. He's a machine. Uh, even Gakpo on that interview, a day with Gakpo says he's the first to arrive in mm. the gym. At the training grounds, he is the last one to go home. What means that? That he is an incredible, incredible professional, incredible player. He works six, seven, eight hours every day on his body to be the best in the Premier League. And he is the best player in the Premier League. Uh, probably the best winger in the world. Uh, I don't know. This is something that it's, you know, you can say, you can even say that Mo Salah is the best player in the world. It's not that strange. For me, probably it's not the best, but it's the top three in Fraser the world. Fraser said it on the, the I agree. Podcast. I agree. Uh, and just the, if you, if just I have to think about all the speculation we we will uh, hear about his move to the Saudi League next summer, mm. I'm just beast. Just if I think about it, because he's still on the top level, top of the world, so he can't go over there. Yeah, I know he's the perfect player for that league, but. He's too good for that league mm -hmm. now. Uh, next summer as well, after two years, because his body, he's not 31. His body's like probably 24, 23, something like that. He's just a machine. 
I never see a body like that. All the people talking about Ronaldo and his uh, incredible uh, way to train and effort and stuff like that. Mo Salah is better. His body is better than Cristiano Ronaldo. So, mate, Mo Salah is the best. Nothing to say. The best. Simple as and that. How many times have we said it as well? Oh, it's come on. Just... Never get tired of them. And speaking of Mo Salah, um, on this day, two years ago, something very special happened. Um, let me just oh. jog your memory of what it was that day, this day, two Oof. years ago. Do you remember? What a clip that is. Two years ago today, we beat Manchester United 5-0. Incredible. It's our still our most viewed video on YouTube. Um, that video, it's 123,000 views. We were just going mad that day. What a day that was. I think PMAC ran the marathon as well that day and came in as the fifth goal went in. Just beating Man United 5-0 away. There. Away and Salah scoring and becoming the first person away player to score a hat trick at Old Trafford. It's an absolute joke. What a day! What a day, Timothy. Haha, <laughs> good old days. Stevie G we... was not close to score hat trick as oh, well no. in 2000, 2014. Yeah, missed so the pen. Tight. But Mo Salah that day, a hat trick. Naby <laughs> Keita scored. Um, and Jota. Jota scored as well. Ah, Nabi Keita played today, very well man, that game. We were thinking that we could win the quad. I know Rory believes that we'll win the quad even when go we get knocked quad, out man. of competitions. We go for the quad. Um, but that was the po the moment that we thought, hang on, we might actually win something big here. We ended up the season with, what did we get that year? Two trophies? Hey, we got two trophies, FA Cup and Cali Cup, and uh, one point behind from City in the league. And uh, uh, Real Madrid game, we deserved to win 5 nil, but we lost 1 nil. So, yeah, uh, just... Uh, but still now, after two seasons, when you think about that season, it's been one of the greatest seasons in Liverpool history. I'm good it's about that season. Of course, we could win everything that close. Uh, but still, I mean, like two trophies, we celebrate with the parade after after Paris. Uh, we deserve that parade for mates. We could win. We could do the, the quadruple mates. That could be something that proper history of the football ever. And we deserve it, but Football is like that. Small moments, small things can change the whole season. And uh, uh, don't remind me that, please, mate. Against Wolves, 1-1. Aston Villa, Man City, 2 nil for Villa. Bad times, I will, man. I will never, I will never ever in my life forget the faces of the players. And how navy, how scary they were during that game, during that 10-15 minutes. Then we scored a 2-1 ball. In uh, Villa Park was three two already, oh. and uh, but that ten minutes never come out from my mind because I never forget Robertson, Mo Salah, everyone's face. Like the ball was burning, no one wanted to touch the ball, and it was like a very very strange moment, mate. I I, it's just even difficult to explain you. It was very weird moment, very scary moment. Then we score, but football is like that. 
footballers like that. Um, I want to <sighs> ask you about your thoughts towards the kind of re-rise, if you can call it that, of Virgil. I've seen a lot of people saying he's back to his best. Some people are saying he's not quite back to his best, but even that level is better than a lot of other people. How impressed have you been with him maybe in, in the last, well, in the derby for sure, but uh, he scored a penalty for Holland to put them uh, through or give them a big win. Do you think he's he's near his best at all? I think to reach Let's that... Let's as well in the comments what you think to that question, by the way. I think to reach that level from 2018-19 season is just impossible. No, any defender in the football history, they had a season like that. And they reached the season, the, 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 the way of player he was that season. So even Virgil, yes, of course, that's true that after the big injury against Everton, he's not anymore that player from 2019. I agree with that. But this season, he's pretty good because he's the captain. He's got more responsibility. He's the he, he was the leader even without the, the arm brand, obviously. Uh, but now he looks a different player. He's got the biggest responsibility in the world, uh, being a captain for Liverpool Football Club. So this is something massive. He knows how important he is for Liverpool, how important he is uh, for the cop, for all the supporters, for Jurgen Klopp. Um, and he's doing very well, mates. He's doing very well. But it's not that virgin from that season. Because... Touching, reaching that level is just impossible. You can't do it twice in your career. You can't do it. Because that 2019, he was... He deserved to win the Ballon d'Or. And... I think he was like one vote away from beating Messi, wasn't he, that year? I don't know why Messi get that Ballon d'Or in 2019. I don't know why it was a proper gift from UEFA, FIFA, France football, and everything like that. Virgin deserved because the level of... of, of, of performance he did that season was just incredible. 4-0 against Barcelona and stuff like that. Just Virgil was the best. That season is, in my opinion, the best season for defender probably in the history. Yeah, it's big shout, I know. But like, single season from a defender, the best for me. On Ben Foster's YouTube channel a couple of weeks ago, he said, at his prime, he's never seen a defender as good as Virgil van Dijk. 100%. And I don't think, yeah, I agree with you. You can't get back to that level no, again. No. I mean, who knows what would have happened if he didn't get that injury. <laughs> um, shout out Jordan Prickford once again. Every time I think about that moment, it, it angers me. And the VAR, can't do anything, mate. Wish I'd been blown. It's offside. So what, I could have just shot him in the face and that's fine because it was offside. You're a disgrace. But when he came back, it took him a while. I think last season, there was a lot of nonchalance maybe a bit too relaxed he would let yeah. people come on to him whereas in the past it's out of the way the ball's gone before yeah. you can even smell it yeah. but I think last season he allowed players to face him up one on one made a couple of mistakes but this season as HR says he's won the most duels in the league and hasn't been dribbled past as well this season that was the thing they said about Van Dijk he wasn't dribbled past for two years um and this one from Bear says, captaincy has transformed Virgil. Yeah, I agree. Klopp knew exactly what he was doing when he handed Virgil the captaincy. You can tell he's that kind of player that would be so honoured to get that role of being the captain after Henderson. Do you think his leadership is different? And, and what will the players feel in and around the change room on a match day with him being the captain as opposed to someone like a Henderson who you know, was um, Virgil's captain? Uh, 
two different players, two different personality, two different captains. I'm honest with you. I miss Henderson as a captain, not because Vajer is not doing well, not because of that. Just as I, I miss Henderson as a captain in the in the uh, in the changing room, you know. I'm not there, obviously, in the changing room, but uh, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, man, <laughs> you know. One day, who knows? Um, right. I miss Handel. His, uh, his, you know, leadership. His, he's a born leader. He was a born leader for Liverpool. Uh, obviously, as a player. You can say whatever you want. It's like, like you can say your opinion that he wasn't that uh, one of the greatest and stuff like that. He had a great seasons, but it's just different, different way to be a captain. And Virgin is doing very, very well. He's doing very well, and I agree with the comment that uh, that Arba just transformed him in, in in better player from last season. I think last season he had a couple of uh, a few games that too much confidence. Sometimes when you have, he's got his born confident and like Ibrahimovic, mm. and yeah. He can do it. He's got the quality to, to do like that. But in some games, I've noticed that too much confidence sometimes is not good. So he, you know, he wasn't that virgin last season. But this season, absolutely different. Uh, and he's doing very well. But Hendo is Hendo, mate. Like Gerard was Gerard. Hendo is Hendo. Just leaders. Yeah, different, different leaders. Different with their techniques. Mm. Obviously, Gerard was probably follow my lead. Oh. And I'll show you with my feet how good I am. You don't really need to shout and scream. Carragher, when he was captain or vice captain, he would shout a lot. There's just different all game, different captains, different requirements. Yeah. But yeah, I think Virgil as a leader, as he has been for his country as mm -hmm. well, you can't really you can't really look up to someone higher than Virgil in our team. I think obviously the Salas are there, the the legends that we've still got at the club that have been around for some time. But Virgil for me. He is a, a vocal leader, but also a, a leader by example. And yes. to have both of those things is quite rare. Um, so, yeah, long may it continue that Virgil is wearing that armband. Um, and, yeah, I think this season he's slowly creeping back up the ladder. Maybe not to get to that peak because no. to win, almost win by one vote, the Ballon d'Or is a central defender. Never happened. I don't, know if, I don't know if that can be as close to happening again as it did with Virgil in 2019. Um, but... The levels are rising again. We knew it as Liverpool fans that hopefully injury-free and the form picks up, then we would see this again. And we are seeing it. If you think about Ballon d'Or, Matthias Zammer in 1996, a German defender, he won the Ballon d'Or. Wow. Uh, because they won the Euros uh, with Germany. But Virgil was completely different class and he didn't want it. So can you imagine how stages... It will be Messi as well that wins it this year, won't it? Again, Messi. Why? So. I for think what it's reason? already been leaked or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but for what reason? He won the World Cup, mate. Yeah, but it was last season. It was last calendar year. I think it's from... 2022. It's from like October to October or something. Yeah, but that's embarrassing now. Come on. Now it's well, a joke. He, I, I, I think he deserves massive. it, though. I think he does deserve it. Like, how many is Harlan going to win? Like, just yeah. let, let Messi be the out-and-out. Out. Is it his ninth Ballon d'Or if he wins that or eighth? Uh Probably. Yeah, I mean. What? Okay, give it to Messi. Don't give to to someone from 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 Manchester City. Yeah. Okay. Rodri. No, 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 no. Probably Haaland deserve it. I don't know, mate. I don't know. But Messi scored about fifty odd goals yeah, as well. In won America. the league with PSG. Won the league. Well, champ. Won the World Cup with Argentina. I know he's gone to uh to Miami, but but the criteria is so wrong, mate. If it's October, October, because 
This is the calendar year, January, December should be. He won it in December last year, the Ballon d'Or, uh, the, the, the World Cup. And he won the Ballon d'Or for 2022. 2023 is a different year. And he won the league with PSG, which is one of the most simple things in the world. Yeah. And play in America, mates. And that's true. I mean, like it's... No, I, I, I it's, don't make the rules, mate. I don't make the rules. I don't understand the rules of the Ballon d'Or anymore. I don't understand the rules. I do. I don't understand. Yeah, just though. Yeah, yeah. okay. Fair enough. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't understand. Seriously. Give it to Messi enough. because he's Messi. Doesn't matter. He's uh, sleeping all day, but give it the Ballon d'Or anyway. So okay. HR says the Ballon d'Or has lost its meaning. So tell that to Michael Owen. Yeah, I mean, do you not know that Barna won the Ballon d'Or against Henri and Ronaldo fully... and Zidane? Who was top? Your boy, Michael. So He fully deserved it. Really. Um, I agree with me. No, he did. Of course I mean, yeah, probably. What's been probably? Uh, Why are you not convinced 100% about it? No, because the FA Cup and the, yeah, we won a lot of trophies. As Five well. trophies yeah, in six yeah. months, no, bro. No, it was him. Relax, man. Yeah. What are you, his bodyguard or uh, something? I'm no, I'm just pleased because of Virgin 2019. Oh, no, we should have had that. Oh, come on. Haaland should win it. Messi That's winning a robbery. is a nonsense, says Sugar Saint. Robbery. Um, yeah, Haaland's had a very good year as well with the yeah. Champions League, but I think the World Cup being messy, his involvement to win the World Cup in the final. I think it's just one of those football script things that are just scripted, if that makes sense. Um, I don't like the modern football, I'm honest. Yeah. I if I wasn't that crazy Liverpool support, I wouldn't follow, follow the, the football, mate. I'm not... Yeah, but yeah, of course. It's just... It's a joke, mate, the modern football. Seriously, mate. It's a joke. Uh, what year did you think we lost football in? 2017, when uh, Neymar went to uh, Paris Saint Germain really? for 2000. Uh, I think it was 2004 when Abramovic came to Chelsea. Could be, yes. Yeah, fair, the game, as fair we enough. It. But from 2000, no, 2003, Abramovic came to Chelsea. Yeah. From 2003 to, you know, 2014, 15, it, it was still a football. Yeah, of course, new money, uh, Russian money, Arabic money then. But still, it was a good football. Now it's just money. It's just business. And I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm it's not talking about great. Liverpool. I'm talking about overall, like football overall. Yeah, no, I agree with you, man. Um, get on this, right? So in the Saudi Pro League last night, Gerard Timau, Etifak, uh, travelled to Riyadh FC. The total attendance, yeah. 696 Come people. On. In the English 8th tier... There was a game with 702 people between Clitheroe Football Club and Newcastle Town Football Club. I think that, to be fair, in all fairness, I think there's about 10k at their home games. Our Etifak, but this was an away game. 696 people turned up. And um, that's just a fact. I'm not saying it to wind up Hendo. I'm not saying it to have a go. It is what it is. And after they saying we're not going to the money. Uh, to Saudi League for the money, <laughs> this is the most ridiculous thing. If you think about it, you go there to, to get your money, not to yeah. I believe in the project. I believe in the Saudi League. We're gonna create something massive. We're gonna do something very big. It's gonna be in a few years the the best league in the world. Shut up! This is a nonsense. This is a bullshit. I don't believe in that. You go over there just for the money. You don't even care. 696 people for a game. 
I thought you were going to say how much he's earning per week, 696,000. A thousand each seat. That's true as well. Nice. Can you imagine, Alex? He's coming to the people watching your game. And last season, you played in front of 54,000 uh, in Anfield. Can you imagine? It's what it is. No, it's not for the money. It's not for the money. It's not for the money. No, 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 no. No, it's for the atmosphere. No, 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 no. It's for, yeah, exactly. Um, ah. Mo, stay here, please, lad. Mo, Mo, think about it. Well, yeah, he wouldn't be going to one of those teams, I don't think. But um, but it is what it is. So money is not everything. Uh, what do you make of these quotes here from uh, Garth Crooks? He spoke about uh, Virgil van Dijk. He said, was Everton's Ashley Young sending off for a second bookable offence really necessary? If it was, then Liverpool's Ibrahim and Kanate had to go. Young's tackle was a genuine one to try and win the ball. Mm -hmm. But Kanate's challenge on Beto was cynical and crude and what the yellow card was designed for. But the Liverpool defender didn't receive one for the challenging question. Fortunately for Liverpool, they have Virgil van Dijk in defence, who is slowly coming back to some kind of form. This is Garth Crooks. Um, and then he also said this. Um, referee Craig Pawson's inability to show some direction. Dis sorry, discretion. Discretion, discretion in the Merseyside derby exposed him once he failed to exercise any consistency. Neither was it helped by Luis Diaz, who rolled over at least five times for dramatic effect after Young had fouled him. Meanwhile, Mo Salah is back to his brilliant, unselfish and supportive best and has erased the sort of antics now affecting Luis Diaz. It's time Salah had a word with Diaz. Well, what was that? Who, who said that? Who, Garth Crooks. Who is Garth? How Garth? Well, uh, he's a pundit. So basically, BBC. basically, he's saying that Luis Diaz is cheating because he's simulating. Yeah. He's saying that say to him to change channel to not watching footy anymore. Yeah. He doesn't know about football. What are you talking about? Luis Diaz is the man who makes the difference for Liverpool. Apart of obviously Mo Salah scoring the goals, but Luis Diaz is over there every time trying to create something. Left wing, right wing. He's the man who makes the difference so far for Liverpool, mate. He's the best Liverpool player so far with Mo Salah. What are you talking about? And the second foul of Lash Young, if you tell me that wasn't a, a yellow card, if it's a genuine tackle, okay, I mean, we can't talk anymore about football. I mean, like, I know it's opinions football, but mate, this is a straight, uh, I mean, like a yellow, second yellow, red cards, go home. That's it. Go home. I mean, it's, it's simple. When something is fair, it's fair. About Konate, you can give it. Yes, it's it's not clear. You can give it. You can't. It's up to the referee. I think it is clear. Kanate's one. Like it's it's a red card for you. Two yellow cards. It's the second red, yellow yeah. card. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You can give it. You I'm just being, it. you know, fair. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. James says uh, ref got three big decisions wrong and one right. That's the ratio we're working with at the minute. That's true. So, yeah, um, quick score predictions for the Toulouse game on Thursday. You'll be there with the fan cams outside the ground, as always. What's the score going to be? Or 2 nil or 3 nil. I'll go 3 nil. 3 nil. Yeah. 3 nil. Mm. Um, yeah. And score prediction for Sunday. Nottingham Forest. Tough game, that. We oh. will be doing a match preview for uh, that on Friday, by the way. Tough game, bro. Very tough game. Uh, I'm going to be a little bit romantic. 3-1. With Divo Corrigi's goal. 3 1. 3 0 and then 3 1. And we clap. No, any well. comebacks, please. No, no comebacks. But you're you're willing to risk a clean sheet just so Divo Corrigi can get another goal in front of the cop. I'm not hoping that. I'm got, uh, I'm Would not you cheer him if he scored? 
no, against us. No, but after the game, if he comes in front of the cop, he'll do a. Uh, yeah, yeah, I will. I will cheer him. I mean, not not like that, but just like uh, that's what disrespect. Okay, let's say like that. It's, it's a bit romantic. Divo Kurigisko. Yeah, yeah, three one with Divo. Last minute goal. Like doesn't change nothing. Hmm. I'll go. Yeah, I'll go. And you know that I love the clean sheets. I know that. Yeah. I love that ball. Big up to the clean sheet collectors. Um, <laughs> Sam Boylan with a question to see us out. No better duo to ask this question. If you were to advise three different documentaries that new Liverpool fans should watch, which would you recommend? Okay, let me just read. Um, definitely watch the one from when we won the league. Uh, I think it's the BBC one. It's like an hour and Oh, a half. yeah, the BBC one. Very nice, yeah. Um, when yeah. we won the league, finally, yeah. after 30 years. Yeah, that's very nice. Um, Being Liverpool from 2012 is nice. Oof. Yeah. From, it was watch, like though, on the Channel 5, back. I think. Yeah. Brendan with Suarez, Rogers. with Brendan Rodgers. Yeah, watch that one. That to show you the bad times. Yes, it's good time since, but if you support fair. Liverpool the last four or five years and you see big success and stuff like that, don't forget that we were in that level in 2012. Well, I've got one really good one. There's one called Three Kings, I think, and it's a documentary about the fact that Bill Shankly, Jock Steen, and, uh, and, Alex, Ferguson and Alex Ferguson all grew up Scottish. in similar parts of Scotland and how they went on to be managers of Celtic Amazon. Liverpool Amazon I think it's Prime. Amazon Amazon yeah. Prime yes I think it's called Three Kings I've so watched go and watch that um, as well we don't have an Amazon uh, all or nothing documentary Klopp ah. said he wouldn't do it another documentary that you have to watch it must watch it for Liverpool supporters is on Amazon Prime oh I forgot the name it's basically they going to Somalia yeah I remember you told me that one and not Somalia it was different country um they talking about uh, what country was that can you check it please uh we no you have to watch that for sure I remember it's it. not a documentary it's just one hour um africa what african country was that mate and then they realize they dream and coming to anfield um, um what's it called put no uh, i'm um african country yeah uh, Rwanda, Rwanda, that's one. Yeah. So you have to watch it. Trust me, when I watched it the first time, I was crying. And I, I never cry, mate. I never cry, I'm honest. Not because I'm a strong mom. No, but I never cry. But I was crying about that documentary. Yeah. It was so emotional. Oh my goodness, mate. Well, there you go. There's your top documentaries to get your teeth into. The boo. Yeah. Boss. Very good documentary. Amazing. As well, I have to say, I've seen that one. Um, shout out to Skip to my Lou. Nice name. Big up, lads. Need to keep the momentum going. Looking forward to seeing the young lads on Thursday and fringe players. Absolutely right. Uh, this has been episode 91 of Hot Copics. If you've been watching this with us on YouTube, congratulations to getting to the end. Make sure you do us a favor by liking the video, comment with your thoughts and everything we've spoken about, and subscribe to the channel. Thank you, Sam, who says he loves the Cop TV. Uh, and if you are listening on audio, five stars, follow us. You know the drill. Bye. Now, uh, we'll be back next week, similar time. Um, actually, it might be a little bit later next week, but um, of course, we'll have the fan cams on Thursday night, fan cams on Sunday, with a few videos chucked in. in between. Sunday, you're in London. I am. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately, my friend. Uh, but anyway, take care, like, comment, and subscribe. We'll see you next week. All the best. Thanks for watching this video, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Please, guys, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the Cop TV, the voice of, of football's, football's most, most famous, famous stand. stand.
Social Podcast Network.